to It's All My List podcast, where most of the movies we watch will at least get a 10 from me because I'm not objective when it comes to a good story. You had me at indie movies and there's no turning back. Come join us so we actually have people other than my mom listening to this podcast. Hi guys, it's Annie. I'm here with Belinda, Abade and Sabrina. Welcome to It's On My List podcast, our very first episode, which was recorded back in March during the first wave of the pandemic. Um, today's theme is Battleist War Movies. We actually discussed pretty new movies, um, which are 1917 and Jojo Rabbit, which we all enjoyed, except for my friend, Sabrina. <laughs> well, she enjoyed Jojo I, Rabbit. I enjoyed Jojo Rabbit, yeah. Yeah. Um, just so you know, this episode has spoilers, so please make sure that you've seen the movies before. And full disclosure, a little disclaimer, we did not know what we were doing, so the audio may not be great, but rest assured, we get better. Welcome to the inaugural episode of Movie Night! Movie Club! In today's episode, we are going to talk about 1917. <laughs> The 1930s. The 1930s. It was 1932, right? What, what the movie? 1917. <laughs> 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 no, but when the First World War ended, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> uh, the, the war. Yeah. The war, yeah. Um, the first one, it was from uh, shit, 14 to 18, was it? It's, yeah, 14 to 18. Uh, 14 to 18. Yeah. The second one was from 42 to 39 to 45. Oh, okay, okay. No, the Second World War. No, 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 that's the Spanish Civil War. This, no, because it was happening at the same time. Because they had their own shit to deal with. So there was like all this crap going on at the same time. And this was the Second World War. No, no, the it Second World War was from 1939 to 1945. Isn't that when... Ah, yeah. I understood 36, and I was like, no, no, that's the Spanish Civil War. Okay. No. <laughs> okay. And actually, I was thinking, like, why does Annie know that? Like, I mean, why is she even interested in that? <laughs> you would be surprised at the amount of random crap that I know. <laughs> I know. It gets into your head, and it takes up space, and you don't actually, you know, like, why? Anyway. I have the little mic here. Okay. So, uh, directed by Sam Mendes. Uh, who also directed uh, American Beauty, Road to, Perdish uh, Road to Perdition, Skyfall, Spectre, and other movies. Uh, let's see. It is uh, set on April 6, 1917, as a regiment assembled to wage war deep in enemy territory. Two soldiers are assigned to race against time and deliver a message that will stop 1,600 men from walking straight into a deadly trap. These two soldiers are uh, Dean Charles Chapman, who many people know uh, from Game of Thrones. He was... Uh, okay. he, what is he? He's a Lannister? A, a yeah. Baratheon? Yeah. No, no, no. He's a, uh, well, he's a Baratheon Lannister. He's a oh, Baratheon Lannister. Does anyone even have recognized him? This yeah. little chap? Yeah. He's the one. Do you remember he jumped out the window? That's not yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my Thank god! You. I would not even have guessed. Oh, look at his little face. Yeah, I'm gonna so in 1917, a Lannister and a Stark are brothers. 
Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, wow, I'm blind. Oh, true. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't it. <laughs> so, right. Chapman and uh, George Mackay, who people will soon know him as my husband. <laughs> <laughs> The movie was co-written by Sam Mendes and Christy Wilson Cairns, uh, Carnes, something like that. Um, and this is Sam Mendes' first script, first screenplay, I should say. And it was based on the stories his grandfather told him from the First World War. Wow. To whom the movie is dedicated, and you can see the end credits that it's oh, yeah. dedicated to his grandfather. Let's see, awards. Uh, it won three Oscars um, for cinematography, of course, mm -hmm. uh, visual effects and sound mixing, but um, it was nominated for dozens. I mean, yeah, screenplay, directing, makeup, production design, music mm. um it won three uh two golden globes best director and best picture wow and it swept the baftas for best director outstanding british film best film best cinematography best production design best sound best achievement in visual effects <laughs> and that's it i think wow. i think it might have been Particularly special that it was a British movie called the Baptist. Yeah. Call me crazy. No. Come on. Call me crazy. You don't <laughs> say. And then, of course, the big um, incredible thing about the movie is that it was shot to seem like one single shot. Mm -hmm. and but it wasn't. No, no so I, I saw it behind the scenes. And what they did is it's. So it. It should seem like one shot, but they, they, there were several, several takes. But the takes were very, very long, so as to not cut. Mm -hmm. So if, I don't know, they were saying if a normal take is one minute long, these were eight minute long. Takes. Oh, okay. Uh, so yeah, that, they explained that in the behind the scenes. And I think that's it. Of course, Roger Deakins, who is a cinematographer, is extremely well known and won the Oscar for Blade Runner. And he's worked Ooh. with Mendes um, on many other films, including Skyfall, which, by the way, is my favorite Bond movie. Really? Wow. Skyfall. Okay, so 1917 trivia. So we've said that it was um, dedicated to his to his grandfather, mm -hmm. uh, Alfred H. Mendes. Um, it took six months for the actors to rehearse the movie before even shooting got started. How much? How long? Six months. Six months. How much? So it was an entire year. So <laughs> Which months. is amazing because they don't usually get even rehearsal time when it comes to yeah. films. So this is legit. Yeah. So what basically what they did, I, I'm kind of reading ahead, but basically mm -hmm. what they did is they started rehearsing with the scripts in hand so they could mark every single point of the trench so the camera would know how to move while they're, they were acting, basically. Mm -hmm. Um. For this, they dug up five five thousand two hundred feet of trenches. Wow! Oh my God. Just for the set. Um, let's see. 
Oh, there's a trivia here about Arate's favorite part, which is the burning church part. Yeah, please. We'll get to that when she when she has to do her rant. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, they did six months of, of rehearsal, and then the movie was shot from April to June 2019 in Wiltshire, Hankley Common, Go Govan, Govan, Scotland, and Shepperton Studios. Okay. And uh, let's see. Okay, and this is very important. So the date given at the beginning of the film is April 6, 1917, which is extremely significant because it is the day that the United States entered the war against Germany. Oh. And also- And they I, taped us all. Yeah. <laughs> and also um, uh, they were, uh, Sam Mendes said like in an interview that he had to look for a specific date so as to be accurate that the two soldiers could walk into no man's land and there actually be no Germans. And it was when the Germans started to re to retreat um, so they can gain, you know, different, different lines. So that actually happened. Wow. <clears throat> and let's see. And I think that like historically speaking, that's, Pretty much it. Okay, uh, for cinematography, according to DP Roger Deakins, over 90% of the film was shot on the Arri 40 millimeter, millimeter signature primes. Um, the exception being the river scenes, uh, which he used an Alexa Mini LF prototype. Okay. Uh, Deakins was delighted with the color sensitivity and ability to shoot interior night sequences uh, without forfeiting Im image uh, image quality and and then there's a thing for the first bunker lit, which is also Arata's favorite part. So yeah, which what uh, what what the when they lit up the entire town and the bunkers. Oh, that's the one I hate the most. But yeah, um, like more than the previous one that you said. I meant. <laughs> so yeah, that's basically it for a couple of facts. And who wants to start? Annie, I really feel like this is your baby and you should yeah. do, do you, the honors. I just I, I don't want to say anything bad and offend you. No, not at all. I saw it again. It, I have to say it was not my favorite. <laughs> Look if I can. <laughs> I will start by saying that it was not my favorite movie of the year. My favorite movie goes to Parasite. 100%. It deserved everything that it won and even more. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Um, for 1917, I watched it again because I had only seen it once in the cinema. But then when you guys were watching it, I said, oh, if we're going to do this, then I should brush up. I, I couldn't see the entire thing again. But um, I kind of like went through it. And I don't know, for me, I really, really loved it the first time because I was so immersed. But then when you see it a second time and you already know all this stuff about the cinematography and the technical aspects of the whole movie, you kind of, it kind of loses a little bit of its uh, magic. magic, I guess. Because I even said watching it, I was like, this film is definitely a film you can only watch once and that's it. And particularly in the cinema would have been better yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I remember when I, when we went to the cinema, it it 
it was, we went to like a huge screen, great sound. You were really, really in it. And you can actually, I mean, you would see. I wasn't thinking about, oh my God, it's one, it's one, it's one shot because you were just following the the two actors all the time. Um, but that didn't happen the second time because I already knew. Yeah. Mm. So, so the question was, yeah. Yeah. Do we think this was just an, a technical achievement? I'm yes. Says yes. <laughs> For, okay. From my perspective, if we're going to be looking at it from, the acting was amazing. Mm. Acting was superb. Mm. But, but literally, it was the plot for me. I just didn't, I found myself like losing focus quite often. Put it this way. Sabrina is a very big fan of war films. And oh. as, as a film from that particular genre, it's not stood out, shall we say. Got it. Well, for me, I had the opposite of Sabrina because I don't like war movies. Oh, I, um, I find them quite boring, actually but this one had me hooked. I think it was a technical achievement. I will agree that if you compare it to a movie, for example, like Parasite, with Parasite, I couldn't, I just needed to know constantly what was going to happen next. Mm -hmm. Everything was a plot twist. Everything was a major spoiler. And with this one, I just found myself like very immersed and just enjoying the story. But I will admit that perhaps I enjoyed it more because. I was seeing just how the story was being told from a technical point of view. And I don't know, I, I really, really enjoyed it. I don't usually like war movies, but this one I really liked. Which is great. I, I did I, I did enjoy it. Like I left the cinema thinking, wow, that was a great movie. Hmm. Um, and I do love war movies, but particularly Second World War, because that's how dark I am. <laughs> and um, the thing is that, it's the kind of situation where you, the more you, the more you think about it. So I was going through the movie thinking like, wow, that was amazing. I wonder how they did the whole one shot thingy. And, you know, the acting was amazing. It had really big names in it because it did have great actors. But then you start thinking, and then it's like, I didn't understand the point of the French girl, for example. Yeah. Like, yes. Why was she there? Like, what was the point? Yeah, was and then also the, a fourth mentioned scene where you know it looks like a studio you can really tell it's a studio and it's like i don't understand how a movie that is so cinematographically strong does that you know it's like it's it's the whole point of the movie it's the, the, the whole point of the movie is how visually attractive it is and how they shoot it and then suddenly they have a scene that it's actually in a studio and you can tell it's a studio it was like flying back in time to 1950s <laughs> where you're actually seeing the studio could you really tell it was a studio i swear I you couldn't. can if that there was scene where it when it's dark i it said it looked fake yeah and it's like you you only had missing you know in those uh friends scene where you can actually see the microphone coming down <laughs> from <laughs> it's like that's I was looking for it. I was like, where's the mic? Where's the mic? You can see what I'm saying, people. <laughs> okay, so we're specifically talking about when he wakes up and walks out of the tower. Yeah. Yes. And when he's running, you know, when he runs away from the, well, not from there, but after being with the French girl, um, you know, when he's running, it's a bit, eh, but it's not that obvious. But the moment he leaves that building, you know, he wakes up and he walks out of the church, 
it's like oh for fuck's sake it's like cardboard all over the place really yes i saw that it was very very fake when he jumps when he jumps and lands in the river oh there yes. i didn't okay, know that yeah. much sorry it took us a while in the daylight Oh uh, no, yeah, no. so when he, he yeah, when yeah. he's escaping when, the town, and they're shooting at him, yeah, yeah. and they're yeah. shooting at him, and he jumps, he kind of you know does like this, mm. and he <laughs> drops in the river. That's the only part I saw that was like, ew. You can totally <laughs> see its visual effects, but I don't know. I, I that I, I didn't realize. I should I should what I. Um, I'm going to watch the tower part again to see if I see the cardboard. Yeah, I need to see what you're seeing. Do yeah, you know what it is? I think it's just comparing to the rest of the film when it does show up, especially because there's been that break between he's been injured, he's obviously been out cold, he's waking up. There's obviously a, a transition, so you're kind of refocusing on what's happening on the screen. So I think the contrast as well, you've gone from day to night, you're noticing things a lot more. But when it initially started, and the first thing Sabrina said to me was, wait, it looks fake, it's not real, right? And then yeah. I kind of said, um, but maybe it's like he's, you know, it's like a dream sequence or something where he's, there's like a surreal kind of moment. And I thought maybe that's what's happening. But then obviously it wasn't. And then I'm thinking, okay, probably this is not the case because, you know, when people overanalyze and the artist is like, that was never my intention, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, at the same time, he's kind of waking up. If we're seeing it through his eyes, it's like there is a big contrast. You've just got like ruins, fire, darkness. All he can see is you know, what's right in front of him no. and he's just trying to escape. It could have just been a stylistic choice, maybe. Yeah. Maybe, I mean, maybe they wanted to recreate, I don't know, because I haven't checked, but maybe they wanted to recreate, like you say, be this dream sequence of him being in hell, you know, mm. because everything is super dark, but mm. all you can see and yeah, it's fire, 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 yeah. light, 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 you know? But exactly. yes and, and no, because at the same time, it felt like he was walking on stage. You know, it was like um, school theater. <laughs> oh, wow. You really didn't like that part. That, it's, 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 like, <laughs> it's like those two minutes of a movie. I'm not going to say I'm not going to say that it ruined it for me because it didn't because I still love the movie. But those two minutes, it's like, Sam, what were you thinking? Like, what were you thinking? <laughs> oh, no. Wait, what was his name? Greg? What was his name? Who's our cinematographer? Oh, oh Greg, yeah. Roger Deakins. <laughs> <laughs> Greg. Where were you thinking, Roger? Roger and Sam. It's just, yeah, I I I could really tell. I, I was like, it, it took me off because I was really hooked. I think it's that's what it annoys me the most. Because I was really into the scene. I was like, Oh my god, he's injured. Is he okay? How is he gonna die? Oh my god. Yeah. And then suddenly it's like, whoa, 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 what's going on? Yeah. Well, you see, what what did that for me was the French girl scene. So I was very very hooked. I love that he got shot and that he fell, that he wakes up, that he doesn't know where he is, and then all of a sudden there's this. Okay, no more action, and I have time to sit and you know be with a French girl. Yeah. I think that was it. It just it just hold for a moment of. Respite, I think, yeah, yeah, exactly. And the interaction with the baby, I think, it, you know, it's kind of it's a bit of backstory as well exactly. on for his character, adding depth to him. Yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah. Well, what I did notice the second time is that they actually, because I remember when when we were doing our uh, when we were getting our masters, we had 
for me the best class, which was cinema history. Oh, that was um, great. And the the professor would always touch points on everything that happens in a movie is it's not a coincidence. I mean, it's there for a reason. reason so yeah. the way the the movie starts, it will probably predict how the movie ends. Which mm. actually he starts at a tree, and, and he finishes he at a tree. Yeah. Um. He starts. He handshakes one <laughs> brother, and then ends the movie giving you know giving a handshake to the other brother. Oh, that's very true. And wow. then, yeah. and then the other thing I noticed was he. We don't know what's in his little box until the very end. Yeah. yeah. But um, when they're in the in the German country. Uh, after they survive no man's land, you, the first, the only thing that we see that he sees is a picture of two girls. Yeah. In one of the bunkers, which then when you see the, his picture in his little box, it's two girls and, and his wife. Oh, when he takes the, the other guy's picture. When they're in the bunker and trying to figure out what the hell is going on, and then they, he picks up someone else's picture, you mean? Yeah, that, there's yeah. a picture on a bed. Yeah, exactly. And then, and then for our listeners, spoiler alert, turn it mm -hmm. off if you don't want to know. When, <laughs> um, Blake dies, uh, the last thing, the last scene we have with Blake and him is him the putting picture. his picture in his pocket. Yeah. So. What? Putting his his family picture ah, in yeah. his pocket, yeah. So um, I don't know. I kind I I really enjoyed those parallels. And then with the baby coming back to the French girl scene, like you said, Sabri, it was to you know because she does ask him, right? She asked him. She yeah, asked him children. twice, and he yeah. doesn't respond in either instance. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's more of this. He doesn't want to go home, which he you know tells Blake that he never wants to go home. He doesn't want to think about his family. So it's good for the backstory, but then again, what does she ask if she has if she has kids? Yeah. Has kids, yeah. yeah. But then again, it kind of it kind of killed the mood a little bit for me to have that breakout. Yeah. No, it did for me as well because the thing is that it's not a normal movie. It's a movie that that has you, you know, like with your hands on the table or in your seat when you're like, oh my God, what's going to happen next scene? Oh my God, this and that and the river and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And then suddenly it's like, which I get why he did it, but for me it didn't work. It felt mm -hmm. forced. It was like, this is this is the point where in a, a casual, the general movie canon, the structure would call for this kind of moment. And with the way that this film was shot and created, it just didn't fit because that wasn't supposed to be that kind of film. Yeah. It was like forcing yeah. a moment. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and there's also another. I think I'm I'm focusing way too much on the negatives. I want to highlight again that I love the movie. Mm. <laughs> what I was actually, I, yeah, I was actually I was actually rooting. Well, I mean, after I saw Jojo Rabbit, but I was rooting for it anyway. Uh, but I was so excited, honestly, for it. Yeah, it's to know. me, it's it's well. Anyway, um, but I didn't like either Blake's death. Because mm, there's yeah. something there's something that really annoys me about war movies, as much as I love them. They always say it from the side of our country were the good ones, the bad ones were the others. Mm -hmm. I mean, don't get me wrong, Germany very few times has been the good one in the worst. But at the same time, I'm like, well, they all had a reason to fight, you know? Mm. They were fighting for something, could be the good reason or the bad. But I picture myself as a citizen and my country doing stupid things and going into war. 
And if I have to kill someone to survive, I'm sorry, but I will, you know? And then the fact that he's like, no, I'm going to save the German soldier that there was, that even though he was shooting at me two seconds ago, and now I'm going to die. Well, I'm sorry, dude, but you deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> it's been said. It's recorded. If that's what pisses me off about war movies, you know? It's like, it's a war. You don't, I mean, you don't, no, you don't. I think what they wanted to highlight was that Blake, so uh, what's George's name? I don't know. You said Blake, I followed. Sheffield? Schofield. Schofield. William Schofield. It was Schofield because I thought of Prison Break when they said his name. So it's definitely Schofield. Okay, so Schofield says we should should kill him. Like put him out of his misery because he was burnt. Mm. But Blake says, no, no, no. He needs water. Kind of, we need to save him. So I think what they wanted to do was not highlight that in a war you know, good and bad, but this kid actually wanted to save him or help him, but he got killed anyway. Mm. Yes, yeah. I get it. And and I don't, I mean, I'm saying this, and I don't know how I'd be in a war. Maybe I would be the stupid person that goes like, no, he's in need. No, I'm going to help him. I think it's we just, all know that you would not be that person. She no, would be the bloody commander. Are you joking? No, you know what? Probably I would just go in shock and think like, what am I going to do? Am I going to kill him to put him out of his misery because he basically was burned down? Or run away, you know? I wouldn't save him, probably. I wouldn't give him water. But, you know, like, <laughs> what I'm trying to reply is that, I mean, I'm sorry. I'm saying, I think what half of the world actually thinks. But I was looking at it. I was like, you can't be that stupid to give him water. I mean, this is not the English patient, you know? It's, no, dude. Like, no. I'm <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> if this goes viral... <laughs> I swear, I would be the most hated human being in the world. <laughs> the internet trolls will come after you. I don't know. I, I feel bad for his death. I really wanted, I, I really wanted them to like end together. Together, yeah. yeah. You know, to me, I didn't feel bad. You know what? It's like when you find out that a British person jumped from a balcony into a swimming pool in Ibiza. I don't feel bad. I mean, I'm sorry. It's like, dude, if you're a moron, you're a moron. I was, I was looking at it and I was like, I can't believe this. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. But yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Anything else? About 1917? Yeah. It what really. We, oh, yeah. I was just going to say one of the um, things that I want to highlight in a positive way, because I think <gasps> I haven't, I've been focusing on the negative. I found the moment when he meets his brother very, very emotional and very beautiful. That was beautiful. That was yeah. very nice, yeah. And Richard Just, Madden, hello. Yeah. yeah. Hi. <laughs> I was actually, I was seeing it and I was thinking of my brother, you know, it's like, um, it doesn't matter how stupid his death was. I was trying to picture what it, what it means, you know, to find out that, you know, your brother is dead. Yeah. And, you know, I found it very emotional. And when he relays the message to the family, to his mom. Yeah. 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 And how hard it must have been for him as well. Exactly. That it was beautiful. Yeah. And that he only says nice things about him. That he was always laughing and telling mm. funny stories. and Yeah. I don't know. Because I, f- I feel you see that I'm sure that in, in the movie they wanted to show an age difference. I'm guessing mm. 
well, Blake, of course, is younger. But I also think that they wanted to show that Schofield had been there longer because they do mention the Somme, which was this huge battle. Yeah, and that he got that, a medal. Yeah, yeah. And, and that he got a medal for that. Mm-hmm. But then um, he... So he's obviously been there longer and, and you kind of see them in, in how Blake can still tell funny stories and laugh and still has this energy to actually go there because I remember like in the beginning, it, like Schofield is, is chasing him saying, okay, you have to stop. We have to think about this. Um, yeah. we don't know if they're telling the truth because of course, from he's what I remember from history class, uh, first world war was a complete massacre that was run by the rich people and in high places mm. sending all these poor men to die. So Scofield doesn't trust anybody and but Blake is more naive and more eager to fight. He wants a medal. Yeah. Um he's very, you know, upset maybe that's because- what I, yeah, maybe that's what explains his own death actually. So maybe I, I should cut him some slack, you know? He's he yeah. hasn't been exposed to war enough. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. So the, I, I don't know. I I I liked how they. You can see the age difference, but I really liked how they showed the experience difference. Yeah, he's more like Peter. He's more of a Chandler, and Blake is more of a Joey. Yeah, oh, perfect. <laughs> I love how you're comparing. That's a good comparison. Not that I'm arguing with the casting, because I think he did an excellent job. But to me, he still. It's like. And I know they married young and they were young back in the day anyway, compared to like, obviously now, but he, it still seems like he was young to have like a family and a wife and kids. Yeah. A wife and two kids. Yeah. yeah. I thought yeah. the same. Cause I was like, okay, so uh, I, I get that he has a family definitely married, but are those supposed to be his daughters? Like what? They look like they're like nine or 10, you know? I yeah. don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I was thinking that maybe he was. Well, they didn't have telly back in the day. So. Yeah. True. The good old days. Um, <laughs> I was thinking, so maybe Blake is 18-ish, 20, and the other guy is 25? Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, probably. Yeah, 24, maybe? Yeah, they're young, super young. Yeah. Which they were young when they were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything's so obvious. But I think it's just, I don't know, for me, I found it difficult to just put that together. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you guys connect with the characters? No, not with Blake though. Yeah, what you didn't with Blake? No, but I think it's because um, I'm not very into the actor in the first place. Like, I think he's a good actor. But you know when you don't feel the chemistry and you don't know why? Mm. I think it's like objectively, I think he's good. It's just that even with Game of Thrones, I was like, I think he has too babyish face or something that puts me off. Um, mm. Well, I think that so, works in this case maybe as well. Yeah, yeah, it so. does. But I think um, being as dark as I am, I connect more with the Peter character. <laughs> Did you connect more with Benedict Cumberbatch? Yes. Oh, I loved him. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> a cup of tea. Well, the okay. So this, is, this is a good. <laughs> That's the tea. <laughs> so this is a good question uh, of the supporting cast. Oh, the horse priest. He was the best one. Exactly. Okay. Oh my because, God, I forgot about him. Because here's priest. the thing. I wanted more. Winston Fleabag, do you remember I told you? Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 I wanted more from him. I wanted to see him him again. I loved him so much. I mean, 
I know I called him the hot priest, but even from an objective point of view, you see his character, you see his thorn. He's been there for ages. He's like, yeah, he's been there, done that. He's so so like, yes, and I was like, mm-hmm. I want more of him. I really want more of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I really, really wanted to see more, and I think he's the one that had the greatest chemistry with both of them. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't, I mean, with, um, what's the name of the first one? Uh, your neighbor, Arrate. Oh, um, Colin. Colin, Colin Fair. Colin oh Fair. my God, Colin Fair. Yeah. <laughs> so ne- never saw him. He was my neighbor for one year. Never no saw way. Him. Where? Yeah. She, when she was living in, um, where She's was it? Oh my God. Oh, I lived in Turnham Green, right next to the tube station. And oh, everyone no. saw him, but she didn't. <laughs> That's my luck. Every, every, everyone saw Emily Blunt five minutes before I, I crossed the same street. I didn't see well. That's so annoying. It, no, no, no. Emily Blunt and John Krasinski. Let's no. talk about that. <gasps> and oh Michael Fassbender as well. Everyone saw him. <laughs> She's yeah. no, I don't care. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like Belinda when she walked past um, James McAvoy. Well, yeah. that's because she hasn't seen Atonement. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I've loved him from day one, we and when to she that told one. me that he smiled, I said, "Excuse me, why didn't you chase him?" Because you'll see what happens to me. I think that's probably the best thing, the best decision I could have made that day, that entire day. That I just politely walked past him, and it was just nice, and that was it. Are you sure Are it was you- him? Of course, it was him. <laughs> I was like dying. Oh, but anyway, yeah, Hot Priest, one hundred percent best supportive character. Yes. Yeah. Very good. We're all in agreement there, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Although I did love Cumberbatch, though. Of oh. course. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's he's amazing, and just him ending his scene saying "fuck off" was just <laughs> perfect. Brilliant. That, really, that really was good. the T. That was the T. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then Colin Firth was very, you know, Firthy. <laughs> yeah, British royal, you know, I don't know. But, but that's why he does the best, though. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, that's what he does best. Um, mm-hmm. like, you know, yeah. it's like he's Mr. Darcy. He's the original. I mean, as much as I love the new Pride and, new Pride and Prejudice with Keira Knightley, he is the original Mr. Darcy. And yes, that's, yes. you know, he's always going to be that. So, like that. So shall we move to Jojo Rocket? Let's do a bit of Jojo. Lighten up the mood. Can we? Annie, do you allow me? Or do you of want to talk about it? Okay, no, because I, I know you love 1920. Maybe no, you want to... but no. we have to score it. Oh, yeah. Everyone oh, yes. Well, me and Annie have already scored it. What did you score? Uh, I did as well. Uh, did you? I didn't check uh, the document. Something open the document. Wait. Sorry. I scored it like five minutes before the goal, but I did. <laughs> <laughs> the point is you did it. Last minute. On sheets. Sheets. Okay, oh everybody's God. putting numbers, so I'll put my numbers. <laughs> yeah, I like who you went with. I'm not <laughs> Everyone's like, seven, seven plus four. <laughs> <laughs> like, you need to add your Sabrina. Oh, wow. I feel like what I was thinking was very harsh. <laughs> no, you have to put whatever you, whatever you, your heart desires. Okay. <gasps> so you see, I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> Six point nine. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I I wasn't as hooked, unfortunately, as I wanted to be, and I was so excited for this movie, so excited. And I think when I, the problem with me is I um I uh, 
set this this image in my head that it's going to be something more spectacular than it actually is. And I always do that. I always raise my hopes for everything. So that's my issue. So I expected okay. more than I got. I got what I was, maybe if I had just set my expectations slightly lower, I wouldn't have been disappointed. Yeah, but that makes sense. It usually happens with movies that you want to see and it's like, oh, I can't wait to see them. Uh, and then you go see them and it's like. Exactly. Yeah. 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 It makes sense. I mean, from the reviews that I read, um, people were were praising it so much on the technical side mm -hmm. and they weren't saying much on the plot side. Yeah. Um and then the people who who didn't like it really go deep into there's no storyline. Um they point out things like Arrate said um the burning church. The burning church. They also point out, but I think this is just I don't know, people being stupid because it's a movie. I mean of course you don't want the kid to die. Um he gets shot at how many times? And no one hits him. Mm. Oh, I said yeah. that, though. I was like, <laughs> the guy is supposed to be a sniper. He said they that job because they're supposed to have like the best aim. And it was like the shittiest job ever. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's yeah, so weird. Definitely. It's so weird. And then I read a very random tweet somewhere because I don't have Twitter. So I don't know how I get to these tweets. But so <laughs> apparently the, the gun Schofield uses only has 10 rounds and he supposedly shoots only 10 rounds in the entire movie because that gun can only hold 10 rounds without reloading. So when I saw it the second time, you count I counted. I only counted nine. Oh! I only, so I don't know if, I, like, I'm going crazy. I'm going to go back and count again, but I only counted nine. This is amazing. But, so, but the person in Twitter was complaining about it, saying like it's no, no, not no. accurate. No, so this 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 Twitter is uh, something about movies. So they give random facts about movies. Uh huh. And I don't remember how I got there, but I w I was actually checking. Um, oh no! I now I remember. They did a whole section on the 2019 uh, Oscar movies, and they have great footage of Taika Waititi with Jojo Rabbit and all of that. Um, which I saved the video, which I will send to you. Um, yes. but then of course they mentioned 1917 mm -hmm. and they said this, that they were, because they were praising the, the historical accuracy that they used of, you know, making everything as accurate as possible. And one thing was the rifle that Schofield uses can only be shot 10 times before reloading. And in the movie, he shoots 10 times. Well, being the nerd that I am and have absolutely no time because, you know, we're on lockdown. Uh, <laughs> I counted the shots, but I only count nine. <laughs> this is amazing. Seriously. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But anyway. Okay. Oh, and then, of course, we have to talk about, like, before JoJo, we have to talk. Did you like the final run? I mean, the ecstasy part? Oh, that I love. I, I did. did. Like the final, final, wait, what? When the final scene. When, when everyone is actually, yeah, when everyone is actually going into war, oh, and he's trying to, he's trying to get, yes, and, and then he finds the. Yeah, see, that was the first clip I actually saw on Instagram, and I was like, "Wow, this looks impressive." And yeah. then, yeah, that's then, that's something I would I would critique. It that scene should not have been in the trailer. 
But they do that nowadays, oh, unfortunately. I hate that. That's and a they spoiler. Yeah, 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 I agree. Let's go back to the trailer for Mother, which was a black screen and Jennifer Lawrence screaming. That's perfect because, firstly, you can't really explain that film anyway. Secondly, that's what the trailer should be. Also, The Conjuring. They go into the house, happy family, <sighs> and then they play hide and seek. She goes to the basement, and then that's it, and it ends. That's perfect. There you go. Okay, so to wrap up, yes, I scored it an 8.9, Belinda a 7.4, Arrate a 7, and Sabri a 6.9. I mean, I could have gone 7. My foundation, I enjoyed it as a film. That's fine. The, the overall high point was the technical aspects and the acting. So this is what scored it high for me. And of course, we have to acknowledge, I'm not saying that this is what determines whether a film is good. But for me, they were warranted the Oscars awards that it got because I, mm-hmm. I do think that it was worthy of receiving what it did. And even the yeah. recognition at the BAFTAs, it's fine because, you know, that's obviously what the British cinema would call for naturally. Um, so that for me is that. It's a solid yeah. film. Yeah, for me, it's a, it's a solid film, which I really, really liked. But I will say that the second time was harder to watch. Okay. Muy bien. Muy bien. <laughs> my, my turn? Okay. Um, I loved the technical point of view of it. And I have to say that even though it's a topic that it's been seen in a lot of movies already, it did somehow feel like a fresh breeze. You know, yes. nowadays that everything is a remake or everything is a second part or, you know, like... Yes. Even though it's a topic that it's been seen in movies many times, I felt... It felt like something new. And yes. I love that. Yes. Um, it did have a couple of points that, you know, made a bit of, eh, but all in all, I, I really liked it. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I agree but, 100%. Yeah, I think if I'm not invested in the characters or the plot, I'm, I lose interest. But I can't deny that the acting was really, really good and the technica- technical parts That's of the films, yeah, were, were, the film was good. Mm hmm. Hmm. Makes sense. Yeah. Fair enough. Yay. Yay. This was fun. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen. Okay, should we do like a really quick roundup on Jojo Rabbit? Yeah. I'll start. Okay. Taika Watiti. And that's it. (laughs) (laughs) I mean George Who? Taika forever. I love this man. Oh my he's, god, he's everything. He's everything. He's absolutely everything I want in a man. Yeah, yeah. I I actually feel like if I ever marry someone in the entire like world, him. it has to be like him. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely. Honestly, yes. Because he's just the right mix of quirky and hot and you know, ethnically aware, which is so important <laughs> to me. <laughs> So, and his I mean, sense of humor. I was like, I was watching the movie, and I remember at some point I went with the Spanish, and at some point he checks his phone like for eight seconds, and I started yeah. laughing, and he looked at me, and I'm the kind of person that has a very loud laughter in the in the cinema. You know, he, I'm the I'm the person you look at when you turn around. Is like, who's laughing? That's me. <laughs> and that was me during the whole movie. There you go. 
I mean, seeing him as Hitler, that was one of the most beautiful things I've seen in a very long time. It was brilliant. He was brilliant. Did you know that he didn't do any research on how to portray Hitler? He just knew because he is um, a Maori, a Jewish Maori. Yeah. He said, uh, I'm, I'm Jewish and I'm Maori. So what better fuck you to the guy than yeah, me playing him? That. Yes. Yeah, exactly. It was perfect. Yeah. Um, perfect. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, Jojo Rabbit, I read the, I read the before I did and she didn't give me anything away. She just yeah. said one word and she said, it's magic. And seriously, that is, the, the best, best one. I mean, mm -hmm. it it was just incredible because I laughed so much, but I cried my eyes out. I I couldn't stop crying. It, it's only happened to me twice yeah. that I cry so much during a movie, and then I'm like, okay, now the credits. Thank God. And then <laughs> I just start crying again. So it happened with Lion, and it happened oh. with with Jojo Rabbit when Let's the poem came up. Lion because Arate, you know the story, right? With Lion? Yes. Okay, oh, God, so. is she going to ruin it? No, no. she will basically ruin herself for you. This is like a whole thing. Mm. So La La Land and Lion came out more or less the same time, right? Yeah, exactly. No. It's the fact that I didn't kind of cry for Lion. That's all it is. <laughs> but I, I did love the movie, though. I, I still loved it. It's, it's just I yeah. didn't cry. No, I mean, I got, I got you know that feeling when you get a lump in your throat? You know, as in, oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, but but, but when, when he goes and, you know, you're seeing his actual mom, how did you not? Like, oh, oh my God. I died. I, I died. But can, can I just point out that how beautiful that scene is where they're looking at each other and he's... Oh, a thousand on. percent. A thousand percent. I've not denied that at all. I just and don't... I was like crying. I bawled my eyes out. Like, they love so much. Like, they love each other so much. It was beautiful. I know, it was a beautiful film. It was. I'm not by any means discrediting the reasons to cry for that, nor saying it's a bad film. I adore it. You know I do. But yeah. And then Patel. Oh my God. What happened to him? He grew up. He grew he, up. He no, but he Steve Carell all over. He was yeah, like, I oh know. my god, <laughs> these men keep getting hotter and hotter. I mean, Steve Carell, John Krasinski. Uh, the other day, I saw an interview with Addy, uh, Andy Samberg from Brooklyn Nine Nine. Oh, I love him. Where oh, he get hot? <laughs> um. So, Jojo Rabbit, can I go? Yes. Yes. So. I know, and I talked about it with Annie because I didn't see it that way, but it's true that it's like, a, um, like, is it Life is Beautiful in English? The Italian what? movie. Yeah, the Italian yes. movie. Roberto Benigni. Yeah, La Vida es Bella in Spanish. The one like, that the father and son go to the concentration camp? I don't think we've seen it. Ooh, you have to. Ooh. It's, it's epic. It's, it is about a good cry. It's, it's, I'll it's, send it on the group. Okay. It's, it's crazy. It, it, you know, when Roberto Benigni got the Oscar and he jumped on the chair <laughs> and he got all quirky in the Oscars, it was for that movie. It won right. uh, best uh, non English movie. I don't know what yeah. Kind of and it, well, actually, going back to Parasite, because Parasite was nominated for both best picture and mm. foreign picture, mm -hmm. um, Life is Beautiful was one of the first to actually achieve that. 
Ah. It was, and, and also, and also just like Parasite, Roberto Benini, uh, wrote it, directed it, but he stars in it. Okay. Yeah. So he and, is nominated for everything. Yeah. Wow. And his an wife movie. in the movie is his wife in real life. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It, um, when I really want to cry, I watch that movie. It's it's the kind of movie that gets into your heart directly. It's yes. beautiful. It's it's a masterpiece. And and Annie pointed out, and I hadn't realized that Jojo Rabbit is like that movie somehow. You know, because mm -hmm. I was telling her that I felt like it was a new movie as well, in the sense that it's been it's a it's a topic that it's been in a lot of movies, but at the same time it was done differently, and and it was good. But the way I felt Jojo Rabbit, it was a, an emotional roller coaster because you go from laughing to crying to getting shocked to, to and it warms your heart. It's a movie yeah. that really warms your heart. It's like you even like Hitler in that movie, which is <laughs> almost impossible. Yeah. You know, and I think he's a masterpiece because he basically... He really, he, he saved the Thor franchise. Okay, it's part of the MCU, but Thor was just... It's true. And, oh, then, and then he did Thor 3 and it was just amazing. I laughed so much in the cinema watching it. And yeah, to me, it's, it's just... Jojo Rabbit is... I was rooting for that one. I, I really enjoy Parasite, but my movie is Jojo Rabbit. Yeah. yeah. I think... I think Jojo Rabbit, I think Taika Watiti is that type of human though. You know, this emotional roller coaster of a person, like yeah. super, super yeah, funny, yeah, but incredibly sensitive, um, mm. very self aware and very aware in general of, uh, misogyny, uh, immigration. Uh, mm. you know, he speaks his mind. He doesn't give a shit. He, yeah. he and 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 I kind of saw all of that reflected in in Jojo Rabbit because he really, I mean, if you if you analyze it, the the politically incorrectness of the movie, there's so much, but no one cared. Well, at least yeah. I didn't care. For me, it was just so humorous and so truthful, and I don't know. I just found that movie to be incredibly true. I okay. think that would be my word for it. Just incredibly true and. The kid is amazing. Yeah. Amazing. I hope Hollywood doesn't ruin him. Please. Um, and I'm not a huge fan of Scarlett. Um, oh, I'm not either, but I feel like this movie made me love her. She this movie was just, she was incredible. Incredible. Yeah. I still have to say that I don't know if she deserves a nomination. I, I think she does deserve a nomination for... Um, Marriage Story. Yeah. Because... Well, Basically, marriage story. The way I see it is just them, like both actors. They just they are the movie. Yeah. You know? Yeah. In this one, she's like a plus one. I mean, I know that she was um, nominated for um, supporting supporting actress, which okay, fair enough. But I don't know if she deserves a nomination. Yeah, I could I could see that. Yeah, I could. But I did. I I, I will credit. The director for for giving her a completely different role. Yeah. Yes, completely different because I'm so used to, by now to seeing her as Black Widow that I'm I'm a little tired of that yeah. character, and I think she did an amazing job in Marriage Story. 
but it did remind me of all the films that she's done with Woody Allen, like her character and the way that she. Yeah. So, but with Jojo Rabbit, it was just completely different. You know, she had an accent. She was her makeup was different. Her clothes was different. They weren't trying to over sexualize her. Um, no, they gave she her, was a mom. her. Yeah, mm. exactly. Yeah. No, she, I actually, I, I loved how she dressed in the movie. Oh, I remember, I remember thinking about it. Huh? Costume design was amazing in that film. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Uh, that's the costume that should have won, by the way. What did win? Little Women. Uh. <laughs> 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 oh. And, and the script is just amazing. And I love that he won the Oscar for that and that he told the story that it was a book his mom used to read him. Yeah. But the mom would adapt the book itself because it was a little too harsh. So mm. he, so she didn't want to upset him when he was a kid. And then he used that story to make the, the, the script. I mean, it's just, it's just everything. Uh, yeah. It was beautiful. It was a beautiful movie. I love that movie. Love I cried it, love so it. much. Oh my god! I cried so much. You did cry. Did I? Yeah, you got teary. I cried when Scarlett dies. I think I because I shocked. didn't. I didn't even realize for it. Like I was, it was shocking. I didn't it realize it until straight away. Yeah, I was like, well, "What's happening?" And then I was like, oh! "Yeah." Like well, that was my reaction. Was talk about movies you know showing things that are going to happen they only show her shoes her shoes exactly yeah. exactly when she's dancing yeah. with, when with she, the shoelaces with everything when and she's walking yeah. when he sees her shoes when he comes home and he sees her shoes yeah there and then because i remember thinking because i remember thinking i love her shoes they're beautiful they go mm -hmm. yeah yeah and, and then, then we never see her body we just see her shoes exactly I was going to say it was really beautifully done because normally you catch these things, don't you? You're like, wow, yeah. there's something focus here. There's something's going to happen here. But the thing is, the film, in spite of the circumstances, lulls you into such a false sense of security. And you are looking mm -hmm. at her shoes. You are admiring her shoes. You're admiring the shots. But then when it's finally in your face, even then it's like you're not absorbing it straight away. And I literally had my face in my hands for like five whole minutes when that scene happened. Yeah. It was like shit. Yeah. For me, it was shock. And like 30 seconds later, I was crying. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Well done. Well done, Taika. Well done, Taika. Will you marry us? Oh, God, please. please. All three <laughs> of you. But he's married. Oh, I like how you're not counting yourself. That's fine. No, I love him, but I'm I, maybe not as much as you guys. We like no, as in I love him, love him, but I don't know. Like, if, I mean, he is attractive. You know, he is attractive. If you have to even ask, you're not worthy. <laughs> <laughs> you're out of the list. But yeah, no, he's more you guys. He's a bit of you, a bit of us. He's great. Yes. Yeah. Hi guys, um, it's Annie here. Um, we are coming back to this video because when we were editing, we noticed that we didn't add the scores for Jojo Rabbit. So shame on us, but we do get better. Um, so here are the scores. Um, 
Arati gave it a 9.1. Belinda gave it a 9. Sabrina gave it a 9. And I gave it a 9.1. And can I just say that this is probably Sabrina's best score <laughs> for any of the movies that will come. No, so, it's funny. I'm actually shocked at the score I gave it now that I'm looking back. I would have given it. You can't change it. I know. Now I can't you can't it. lower it. I know. I know. It is a nine. It is a fabulous nine. And JoJo deserves it. So those are the scores. And she started easy. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I was. <laughs> Not anymore. Anyway. <laughs> Thanks again, you guys. Bye.